0: Welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today. And this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. And as always, this podcast is meant for educational purposes only and is not intended to be investment, tax, accounting, or legal advice. Hello, hello, ladies and gents. It is so good to have you here today. It is going to be a great topic for you federal employees. It is going to be about your FEHB, your federal employee health benefits, your health insurance that you have through the government. Now, I know, and I know for myself, I know for all of us, changing health insurance is not a fun thing. It's not something that we do all the time because in general, health insurance is very sticky. Meaning, once we make a decision, we're very we're much less likely to change that decision to go to, to go to a different plan, go to a different company because it's a pain. It takes a lot of work. But hopefully after this conversation, you might see some of the Some of the good things that might come from not assuming what you have is the best for you by taking a chance, doing a little research to know, okay, for me, what makes the most sense now and then moving into retirement. So let's dig right in. So a lot of this content that I'm bringing to you is from an article that I wrote with Kevin Moss. He is a guy over at checkbook.org it sounds like something with checks, check, check, checkbooks, but it's not. It's actually a tool for federal employees to help compare different FEHB plans. Now, I don't get paid for people to sign up for this. I don't get compensated in any way. Actually, many agencies already pay for their employees to use this tool. So I don't know if your agency covers it, but check it out. Checkbook.org. Or it can be helpful for you to compare plans a little more easily. Because like I said, it can be a pain to know exactly what you're getting for what you pay for. So, last year in a survey that uh, was done for people in the FEHB program, they asked, okay, what is the number one thing that you look for in a plan? What is the number one thing that you care about in a plan? And what was the answer? It was money. (laughs) The cost. The cost. What does it cost? And and this is reasonable to me, where nowadays, healthcare costs are going through the roof. They're getting crazy expensive. And so people want to make sure they're getting the most bang for their buck. But it's hard to actually know what you're getting for what you're paying. There's co-pays, there's co-insurance, there's deductibles, there's max out-of-pocket costs. There's all kinds of things where it's hard to know what is what and what you're actually getting and what it covers and all these things. It's not always apples. To apples so one thing that checkbook.org does super super well is it compares different plans but not just the premium costs it compares okay in an average year meaning in an average year of average healthcare costs what would the cost be to you premiums plus anything out of pocket what is that going to be for you now what about in a really heavy health expense year what would that look like what if What if there's a catastrophic thing in your life? What is the max out-of-pocket cost that that plan would cover or make you pay, right? It has a bunch of those information. And even if you don't have checkbook.org, right, you could do this without it. Go in. OPM has a a website that you can compare different plans as well. It's not as robust, but it's still pretty good. Check it out. Check it out and make sure that you're getting the most bang for your buck. For example... The Blue Cross Standard Plan, it's a very popular plan with federal employees, many of you probably have it. The average cost with premiums and out-of-pocket costs in an average health expense year for a family of three, right? Average, these are based on averages. It's gonna be right around 7,650 with premiums, with out-of-pocket costs, okay? Now, if you were to switch over to a Blue Cross FEP deep focus plan, different type of plan, different stuff, you would save on average $3,000 by making that switch for the same family of three for the same stuff. Now, I'm not saying the latter plan is the best for everyone. I don't know what makes sense for you. I'm just saying, think about it. I don't want to tell you, okay, switch, and then it not be in your best interest. That's something you have to decide. You have to look at the coverages to see what makes sense for you. Now, I mentioned this before, but for active federal employees, if you're still working, maybe consider a high deductible plan with an HSA. I'm not going to go into the nuances, but basically, you could save a bunch of taxes and pay expenses with with pre-tax dollars in your HSA to pay for expenses. So it's a good plan. Check it out. I've done some other videos, some other articles on it. Check out, check it out. Now, if you have huge health expenses every year, it may not make sense for you, but still, it'd be in your best interest to at least do some research and learn about it. Okay, so one more consideration when you're choosing a FEHB plan is how it's going to work with Medicare. So as you retire, as you hit 65, you become eligible for Medicare. Now, for federal employees, you have a couple options. Now, There's lots of different options, but the most popular options are do I take Medicare Part B or not? because Medicare Part A, you get it for free, as long as you've been in the federal system for some time, you get it for free. So that's a no-brainer. Okay, take Medicare Part A, but Medicare Part B, it becomes a decision of, okay, what makes sense for me? So the question to talk with your current plan is, okay, once I take, let's say I take Medicare Part B, then how is the plan gonna change? Because it normally does. It usually melds around Medicare Part B and covers some aspects that Medicare Part B would not normally cover, and so they kind of cover in the weak spots, and it's pretty cool what they do, but is it worth paying the Medicare Part B premiums? Well, it depends. It depends on your situation, it depends on a lot of things. Um, It doesn't always make sense, but um, if you want to be more conservative, meaning you want to have a little extra coverage over not having enough coverage, then Medicare Part B might be a good option. But like I said, do the research, know how your plan comes in and works with Medicare Part B, because it can make a big difference over time. So those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts about FEHB and picking the one for you. I wish I had more nitty-gritty details of specific plans, but there's hundreds of plans. There's, There's lots and lots of options. There's lots of different nuances based on where you live. There's all kinds of options. So I can't go plan by plan and go through all the details. But what I can say is this. Do not assume that your plan is the best option. It may be. I don't know. I don't know. Just check it do the research and learn. And worst case, you figure out that you have a great plan and that's awesome. Best case, you can save some money. You could save hundreds, even thousands of dollars by picking a plan that is most appropriate for you. So, that is my advice in a nutshell. Is okay for you what makes sense and What will save you the most money? Because like the survey said, for most of us, okay, I want the most bang for my buck. How do I make that happen? And it only happens by doing the research. Like I said, OPM has a resource to compare FEHB plans. So check that out as well. And I hope this was helpful. Hopefully this changes your mindset a little bit about what FEHB is meant to do and um, how you can use it to get the most out of it. So I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time.